Hey, this is Daniel. Thanks for listening to DIY Money. If you haven't already, be sure to give us a five-star review on iTunes so your friends know that they can learn from the show. Now, enjoy the show. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. You're listening to another edition of DIY Money. DIY Money. Will this air after Thanksgiving? Like, will people be listening to this after they have already Logan's giving him the thumbs up. So the Thanksgiving. Yes. yes, sir. I know that, look, it's a it's a American tradition. This is certainly not a global thing. We have a lot of Isn't listeners. is there Canadian Thanksgiving? Mm, who knows? Boxing Day. I just made that up. I mean, I know no, it's there's Boxing like a Canadian Day. Thanksgiving. Is there? I think they've already had it, though. Why is there a Canadian Thanksgiving? Thanksgiving is like when the Americans, like, hung out with the Indians and, like, Pretty sure Canadians are thankful gave thanks. people, too. I understand that. But anyways... Okay, Daniel, it's a North American holiday. Uh, maybe it's not a global holiday, but in the United States, you know, as true to sort of our, uh, I don't know, um, natural whatever, we sit down and consume a massive meal. I was trying to knock on us a little bit, and I can't think of the appropriate name. Our natural propensity for gluttony? Yes, thank you. You said it so eloquent. Uh, so Thanksgiving is done, I guess. Uh, we're shooting this before. So I had to look up. You know, I've made the mistake in the past. I bought a big old bird. It's frozen, like a just a big ice block. And I had to look. You know it takes four – What it? wait. Uh, now I don't remember the calculation. Basically, I'm going to have to thaw this sucker for like almost a week. I basically needed to get it out of my freezer right now. Today is Thursday. Yeah. Next Thursday. It's a 21-pounder. 16 pounds takes about four days. That's okay. what they said. So, so day, five days. A day per every Whatever. four pounds. Mm-hmm. There you go. That's excessive. It is excessive. But you don't want to at all, and I've done this, where you're like, oh, time to cook the bird, and you open it up, and you go in and take out that bag and all the weird stuff that's in the cavity, mm-hmm. and it's frozen. That is not good. Nah. You don't want that. Here's the heart. So I'm really excited about this Thanksgiving, though. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cook up a bird in my special method, which we talked about before. Logan was on the podcast. He talked about that. Gotcha. And you're doing what? You're doing steak. Steak. Just steak. Like steak filet, like New York strip. Desserts. Yeah, whatever looks good at the butcher. Mm. Go there and I don't know. Look at the look through the glass and pick out the piece of meat that's coming. I gave home with up us. red meat. Cool. I gave it up. I mean, I feel like it I had, had been having some heart issues and the only thing that I can kind of correlate with that is it's after a heavy meal. Tradi- or particularly red meat, like a big steak dinner. Interesting. So I was away on a little, you know, vacation recently, and I I just passed on every steak meal. It That's was, impressive. Yeah, it was frustrating, but whatever. First world problems. No Getting problem. old. So yeah, it'll old. just be like applesauce. Well, I don't like the uh, you know you go. I my heart starts this arrhythmia thing, and it's it's not good. I don't like it, and it lasts sometimes days. So thankfully, knock on wood, I haven't had that issue in a very long time. Mean like months. <laughs> so, good. Haven't had steak in a month either. Just stick to the chicken nuggets. Chicken nuggets. All right. Uh, we've got an interesting question. I love these type of psychological questions. So we'll unpack this. This is from, I believe it's Jennifer. Jennifer, what do you got? DIY. Hi, DIY dudes. This is Jennifer from South Dakota with a question for y'all. With lots of friends starting to have kids recently, um, having children has been on the forefront of my mind, although I'm not planning on having one for a few years out. I've been wondering a lot about at what point in your finances, though, should you start 
okaying yourself to have a family or finances should have any effect at all on when you start. Love to hear your input. Thanks. Okay, so I'm going to make an assumption, which I realize is a stretch in today's day and age, but that you are going to have a family with a partner. Uh, that you will have someone that you enter into a relationship with and actually have a, a an expanding family in that methodology. I realize that's not true for everybody, life circumstances, or someone just says, you know what, I'm going to adopt or be a single parent, and that's perfect. I, I mean, that's fine. But in, in this scenario, that's the way I'm going to approach it, uh, that you are, uh, again, engaging with someone else to expand your family. With that in mind, I personally think it's more important to be on the same page with your partner regarding finances, regardless of whether you are having children or not, from the very beginning, and sort of set the goals and the objectives uh, surrounding your life choices and how you will handle your finances as you make those life choices. For example, if you get married or you get into a relationship and kids are going to be in the equation and you say to yourself, you know, I've always envisioned or I desire to have kids at age X because then they're going to be, you know, 18 and I'm going to their graduation and I still can, you know, dance or what, you know what I'm saying? Like people tend to project out their children's ages and where they will be and they kind of get it in their head. Okay, that that makes sense to me or it doesn't make sense to me. Um, and they also might say, well, you know, we're going to be married and we want to have a few years without kids and travel and do lots of stuff and whatever. So personally speaking, I think that's the conversation as far as life goals go. And then the conversation goes, how do we need to prepare financially for this? So for example, my wife and I, we got married and we knew, I mean, she kind of led this conversation, but she said, look, uh, I want a few years, but she's a couple years older than me, so we couldn't wait too long to have children. We wanted a couple years to be sort of empty nesters and and uh, travel and do some things and so forth until we brought kids into the equation. It didn't really work out that way because I worked like 150 hours a week, but whatever. Um, but the primary goal for us, and I realize this isn't right for everybody, was that she was going to stay home with the child. What did that mean? Well, that meant that we had to figure out well in advance how my income was going to support the family in addition to another mouth to feed in the house. So we had to plan accordingly regarding our finances to get to that objective. But never did we say, when we can afford it, we will have a child. We didn't do that. I personally believe, and there's an old adage, that you'll never have kids if you do that. You'll never basically say, oh, we can afford it now, let's have kids. That won't happen. But it's just like any other goal. You look at the goal, you set the goal, you articulate the goal, and then you figure out the steps to achieve the goal. So whether you have a partner right now, you're thinking about getting married, you're looking out into the future, or you're just sort of thinking, hey, my clock is ticking and this is the time I want to start to have kids – Develop your financial plan around that and your goals accordingly. Don't wait and say, oh, when I hit my financial goals, I'll then consider children. What say you, Daniel? Yeah, I think you're absolutely correct in that it's just another one of your financial planning or life planning goals that you need to put into the mix. It is a competing goal, so it'll compete with your own um, selfishness when it comes to your personal finances. 
<clears throat> might mean traveling less, eating out less, doing whatever, because kids will naturally take on some of the uh, expenses in your financial plan. So I think it's less about how do we get our entire financial life ready to have kids and more how can we start uh, shifting our priorities so that when they come, it's not an undue burden. So I think, yes, you can't wait till you have massive amounts of income and you know, you're just rolling an extra surplus every month. And therefore that means you can have kids. It's more about going, if we start to incur these extra expenses now, how are we going to do that without going into debt and, and living beyond our means and so forth? Or what are the sacrifices that having a family is going to take? Because whether it's um, financial or um, emotional or various different ways, I mean, taking care of another human being requires sacrifice. They are cute, but when they reach that age, they're disgusting. They smell, they're sticky. So you have to look at your whole life and go, okay, what, uh, what are those sacrifices that we're willing to make? Where are we going to uh, adjust and cut? But quite honestly, uh, in some instances, now, not everybody, there's people who are undisciplined with their financial life, but some of these things you will figure out as you go along. Um, it's just the, the nature of of how some of parenting works, I think, um, coming from a planner who you know loves to try to figure these things out ahead of time. And I think, uh, Quint, you even counseled me a little bit when we were fresh young parents that some of these things just come together and you figure them out in flight and you adjust things along the way. Uh, and I think that's, having been through it now twice uh, with two kids, I think that's quite true. But it doesn't make it any easier. No, it's terrible. Especially when you want to plan and you want to sort of have these objectives. The one thing I will say and Daniel and Ashley, his bride, did this as well. She she does not work, and and know that you know when you sort of set that as a goal. And I understand that's not a goal for everybody. It's a goal for us. When you set that as a goal, you have to sort of again plan as if and start the process of living in that manner well before it happens, so that the shock of it doesn't really derail the objective. And I've seen that with many uh, other areas. For example, when someone says, you know, I'm thinking about starting a business or I'm thinking about cutting back to part time or I'm thinking about X, Y, Z. What we try to encourage them to do is to say, well, if that's the case, number one, when is that goal? That goal is in 2025. That goal is in whatever. Well, then start acting as if now, you know, get it in place to where you start to say, okay, this is how I'm going to you know, pay the bills. This is what's going to happen if the income is cut. So that all of a sudden you don't wake up one day, the income is cut, and you're trying to figure it out. That doesn't work. Um, so ultimately, you know, parenting is, is no different. You could even start to build something in your budget. And the funny thing is, is that over the years you know, with, with kids, we've had different line items in the budget. I'd like to think that eventually those go away, but I don't know. Maybe it becomes grandkids or something else if the family continues to expand, which I, I hope it does. But I remember uh, early on there was uh, diapers was an actual line item I put in. I mean, hundreds of dollars a month on diapers. Oh, my goodness. Uh, then, you know, it became uh, uh, sports and, and other uh, – well, then we had tuition for a while. I guess we went to a small uh, private preliminary school for a little bit. So we had tuition payments. And then now it's sports. I mean, we spend a, a significant amount of money on sports. I would have it no other way. I, I, I do consider it an investment. Uh, but, but these are line items that eventually will, I think, go away at some point in time. I don't Shift know. Shift to travel. Yeah, well, for sure, hopefully. Not just travel to see them wherever they are either. Mm -hmm. Actual leisure travel for Brandy and I. Dimitri, lobster and crack crab for everyone. Extra primo good, Mr. Colman Savage. There you go. Anyways, great question. 
Thanks so much. I love the psychological sort of life questions. I feel like uh, when we get those, you know, little nooks and crannies, we can really uh, we can really help folks. So keep those questions coming as well. And remember, uh, we're rolling into the end of the year. If you have uh, seasonal or end of the year tax type questions, send them our way. Podcast at diymoney.org. That's podcast at diymoney.org. We'll throw those to the top of the uh, queue and we'll bring them on. You'll get a twenty five dollar Amazon gift card. Remember, friends, the secret to wealth is pretty simple. Live on less than you make. Invest the rest and do so for a very long time. Make it a great one. Thanks for listening to this episode of the show. If you want your question aired on the show, be sure to send that to us and you'll get $25 Amazon gift card. This show is for entertainment and educational purposes only and is not intended as personal financial advice. Before making any financial decision, please do your homework and consult a financial advisor as needed.